Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT crew? B, what is going on? I see people already checking their points. It's too early. <laughs> Sorry for the late, uh, the, the the slightly late start. Had a little uh, little technical difficulties here with my my light. I got the guy light bulb over here falling apart. Eh? Uh, it was it, the light started flickering. I was like, that's not that's not normal. So I was trying to fix it a little bit, but hey, we are here. All right. It is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Indeed. Hope your week is going well. But if not, hopefully it gets better starting right now. Let me tell you something, because it's been a long week so far. It feels like I worked five days already. All right. And I was tired coming just just coming to the show. But every it happens every time. <laughs> Anytime I'm not feeling well. Even anytime I'm feeling a little tired, right before we're about to go live, I get a jolt of energy. I feel good right now. I feel yeah. good right now. I'm always excited to talk to you guys. That, that's what it is. That's what it is. Just that. So, I said you guys. Okay. <laughs> I talk to you every day. Okay. All day, every day. <laughs> okay. No, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Listen, Take, we are streaming taking my energy down a little bit on this Wednesday, but that's all right. <laughs> We are streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. All right. So wherever you're watching us, hit that like button, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you are listening to us on your audio podcast, wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple, uh, Good Pods, make sure you leave a five-star review. All right. Yeah. But not Stitcher anymore. Not Stitcher. What happened to Stitcher? Stitcher's going out of business. They're closing it down. So head over to Good Pods. Head over, no, uh, head over to lbhtshow.com. We have the podcast over there as well. well yeah, as, yeah, but I'm talking about to leave reviews and whatnot. Well, uh, you, can, you can leave comments on our, on our website. Go to lbhtshow.com. If you're looking for a new home to listen, especially especially if you listen to us, and you just, you're, you're listening to us on Stitcher and you're looking for a new home, go over to our website. You got us. You got the Ropod. You got Sip to Tally Films. You got uh, Deep Cover Podcast. You got Open Mic with OTR Mike. All of us are over there. And it's right there on the homepage. Just click on it. Okay. Now, also, I want to say before I give shout out to everybody, because a lot of people in here, shout out to you guys. All right. Shout out to you. Uh, we have a point system, just like Coach. Coach, what's going on? I hope you got what's my up, text. Coach? I hope you got my text. Uh, no pressure. No pressure. If you want to come on and, and chat with us, we're going to be discussing coaches' uh, uh, power rankings in the show. All right. I think, I think this is the, no, I don't think, I take that back. I know this is the best power rankings out there. If you are into that that kind of thing, NFL power rankings, there's only one that you need to see, and that's over on more Sip to Tally films. I, in fact, I challenge you to find a better power ranking system than coaches. All right, he's doing 32 days, 32 teams. Okay, and he has a grading system. He goes into detail on each team why they're ranked where they're ranked uh, today. Number 30 was the Arizona Cardinals. All right. So we're going to be discussing 32, which was the Rams, mm-hmm. 31, which was the Lions, and 30, which was the Cardinals. We're going to be discussing that on today's show. And don't accept Jose's challenge. He's setting you up. You are not going to find a better one. All right. Just head over to more <laughs> sit to tally. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. And you can watch the premieres every day. Yes. 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 So um, we said I said point system. We got point system from Coach. Um, so you got people in here saying, you know, type it in the chat, 
exclamation points. If you're new here and you're wondering what that's about, we get we, we give out points. Um, and every month we, we do a prize based on who has the most points or who's who's met the threshold, which is a thousand points. We do a, a random giveaway for anybody that's reached a thousand points. How do we give give out points, B? We give out points to people who uh, engage with the show. Right? That's a that's a simple way to put it. But it, if you're here during the live streams, points. If you talk in the chat, points. If you donate to the show, points. Okay. If you comment on the videos that we put out throughout the week, points. If you get a uh, question, if you submit a question and get read on the air, points. If you sign up for our newsletter on lbhtshow.com, points. If you go to eventbrite.com and purchase a ticket for the August 4th meet and greet, all of the points. Lots of points. A whole lot of points. Okay. If you buy, if you buy a ticket, you're, you're in the game. You buy two tickets. You you might you 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 might be you you might be on top of the game, okay. Although Ferris has donated a whole lot, so. Ferris does not have the lead that he once had. He he does not. So if you're in the area, you're thinking about going to the August fourth meet and greet. It's happening in Columbia, Maryland. So if you're in the area, get your tickets. And I mean, just getting tickets alone, you're going to get prizes, okay? Because everybody's going home with, with with a goodie bag, and our goodie bags are good goodie bags. There's going to be food, drinks, music. All right, and we're giving away other prizes too. So yes, come hang out with us. You you won't you won't regret it. Shout outs. Listen, Suge was here early. As soon as I, I sent the stream up, he was here. He says, "Is this thing on?" It's on, Suge. Thanks for coming through, my friend. Also, another dope creator that you need to be subscribed to, Suge Knight three two three. All right, and Suge Knight one three two three over on Twitch. Okay, D Weezy's in the house. What's good, D Weezy? Thanks for coming through. Our brother OTR Mike, who was here earlier for the points. Look at that. <laughs> Exclamation points. Uh, thanks for co- coming through, man. Uh, Raven Ron's in the house. What up, LBHT? And go O's. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Sh- a special shout out to Stream Elements Bot for, yes. for not being Nightbot. Okay. Okay. Salute right. to you. You you know, we had we had a little issue with Nightbot back in the, back in the day, but you know, Stream Elements Bot has been holding it down. And I want to add on a couple other ways to get points. If you do submit uh, a trivia question, because I forgot to mention that, as we do a trivia question every week, uh, the first three to answer correctly get 1,750 and 500 points respectively. But if you submit a trivia question and it's used on the show, or if you submit a Black History Fact and we use that on the show, that's big points also. Yeah, there you go. Also, I should mention, if you sign up to the newsletter, uh, send us a... You can send us email, DM, whatever you want. Let us know. Hey, I signed up. You know, just leave your email address in there so we know who to give the assign the points to. Should probably mention that, right? Ravenville, what's going on? Says, what's up, LBHT crew? What's up with you? Bazel, what is going on, my friend? Salute to you. Salute to you. Chocolate Lady Cap in the house. Salute to you. Uh, Yolanda B says, good evening, everyone. Good what's evening, up, Yolanda. Yolanda? Our guy living legend in the house. There's lunch break, hot take. Yes, yes. We got Go Man. What's up, Go Man? <laughs> Daniel Franklin's in the house. Says, What's going on, LBHT crew? What's going on with you, Daniel? Our guy Hendo from the Roll Pie. Salute to you. Said, What's well, good, LBHT crew? Hey, uh, he is close to 2,000 subscribers, right? Oh, no, he hit 2,000. Congratulations oh. to Hendo and the Roll Pod. Yes. Now it's time for three. 
now it's time for three. All right. Can we get our brother to 3,000? Yes, we can. Okay. Uh, living big with Big Reg in the house says, hey, yo, B, uh, two, I, B2, I need to stop eating up all the points. <laughs> you and Ferris. Uh, oh, oh, Bazel. oh, talking about Bazel. That's right. That's right. Yes. 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 Bazel, um, look, very, these, those two are very competitive. All right. They're very competitive. They want, they, it's not, look, it's not about the prizes. It's about the glory, okay? It's it's about winning. They want they want to win, B. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um yes, yes. If if you're trying to compete with them, you need to bring it. You again, you don't have to even spend any money. You can you can sign up for the, the newsletter, that'll get you in the game and just participating in these chats, being active, okay, that'll get you points. Tracy, what's going on, Tracy? Tracy says, Hey, my good people. Hey, Tracy, shout out to you. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, all right. So we're gonna go through these topics. All right. Um, look, it's a slow season, okay? Not a whole lot going on, but there we we find stuff to talk about. So <sighs> train camps are gonna be starting. We're gonna be uh going over the dates and of course Ravens and Panthers when their training camp starts, kind of things for, to look out for. Um we're gonna talk some D hop. You saw that in the in the headline. Okay, D Hop, where is he gonna go? Hey, look, Ravens fans, he's still in play. But Panthers fans, he is also in play. <laughs> okay. Listen, listen, when you let good players like that just hang around free agency, eventually they're gonna end up somewhere and they can end up someplace that, that you don't could, want them to be. That you don't want them to be. Uh, and we're gonna talk about another person that's in free agency right now. Another team just made him an offer, and that won't be good for the Ravens either. So we're going to discuss that. We got NBA free agency coming up. There's a lot of rumors coming out. NBA free agency is wild. Okay, mm-hmm. it, I mean, there's, I mean, players jump around and the moves that are made. I, I love it. I love it. So we're going to be discussing that. And look at my man, Coach. Coach wants his P O I N T S points. <laughs> and 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 this is why I keep telling you. He's flooding the chat. This is why he's telling you we need to bring Nightbot back. Just every now and then, not an every week thing, <laughs> but just a special appearance to keep people in check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the coach would have been banned for flooding the chat if he tried to spell out points. <laughs> Nightbot don't play. Uh, what's up, Jeremy? Thanks for coming through, man. Okay. All right. We have a lot to discuss. We really do. And um, we got the overtime. We got a few things to talk about in overtime show so let's get this going but first we like to start every show with a black history fact and b has a black history fact black history fact for you yes uh and this is going to be a bit of a uh kind of a civil rights history fact um today june 28th is the anniversary of the stonewall uprising uh, which happened in greenwich village in new york city in 1969 on june 28th uh, if you don't know what that is, it's a it was a uh, some people call it a riot. I wouldn't really call it a riot, but a, an uprising, like they say, in a at a gay bar in New York. Uh, at that time in this country, obviously, you know, it was illegal for gay people to get married. It was illegal to cross dress. It was illegal to serve alcohol to gay people, which I did not know. Uh, and so at that point, I guess a lot of, especially in New York City, a lot of the gay bars were owned by the mafia. Uh, because they 
didn't really care about breaking laws. Uh, and they saw it as a way, <laughs> an easy way to make money by serving that that part of the community that wasn't being served elsewhere because skate bars were not allowed to have liquor licenses. Or, yeah, well, I, I not, a, not, a, not that they weren't allowed, but you know, you couldn't use it, obviously, legally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so quite often those bars would get raided by the police. People would be you know, questioned, harassed, arrested. And on June 28th, the patrons of the Stonewall Inn had had enough and started to fight back. And it kicked off a week of protests and demonstrations uh, and really kind of, uh, uh, I wouldn't say started the, the civil rights movement for, for uh, LGBT people, but it was, they say, a galvanizing moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the most prominent uh, members was Marsha P. Johnson. Uh, who was a self-described drag queen who was there that night and later on went on to form, let me get the uh, the names correct here, hang on one second, the Gay Liberation Front and co-founded the radical activist group Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries uh, in order to, you know, fight for rights for gays and lesbians, transgender people, and, and you know, just anyone essentially who was outside of the, you know, seems the norm uh, and, and kind of oppressed at that time. Uh, unfortunately, Marsha was, we'll go ahead and say killed. Uh, at the time, they called it a suicide. Uh, 19, early 1992, they found her body floating in, in uh, the river uh, and they immediately it fell. It. Yeah, immediately ruled, ruled it a suicide, but much, much later, they kind of reopened it as undetermined, and I think just recently actually reclassified it uh, as a potential homicide. But obviously, you know, it's kind of late to be investigating and try to punish anybody for that. Uh, but again, just a, she was a, a black uh, drag queen who was very active in, in the civil rights movement for gay and lesbian people uh, and started kind of started off at Stonewall in 1969, June 28th. Uh, we I mean we could we could do a whole channel on the heinous things that this government has done mm-hmm. to <laughs> you know to 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 you know oppress the oppress you know their citizens their own citizens right yeah. uh, in particular you know black and Hispanic uh, people in this country and this it is historic and I mean really they don't even try to hide it now right like yeah. they they didn't try to hide it back back then. They're just starting to acknowledge it now because, so what? What are you gonna do about it, right? Yeah. That's 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 their attitude about it. But it's important to tell these stories and remind people just exactly what this government is capable of. And you know, when we talk about how much we love our country and and you know the good old days and all that stuff, it's a reminder that it wasn't good for everybody else. And yeah. our experiences are different experiences depending on how you grew up. And mm-hmm. you know, people should recognize that. So. Yes. And if you do want to learn more, uh, there is a documentary that came out in 2017 entitled The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. All right. Okay. So what do we want to start with? A little, little Panthers talk? Start with the Panthers. Um, I mean, this is also, also Ravens talk, if you really think about it. Yes. Panthers. Yeah. Are, they, are they going to well, sign you know, DeAndre it, Hopkins? Baltimore does not seem very interested in DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, no. I haven't heard their their name involved. He hasn't gone to visit them. Uh, he did go and visit New England, right? But earlier today, New England extended Devontae Parker three years, $33 million with 14 guaranteed. So you would think that 
maybe they're out on DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe that takes them out of the running, but one of the teams who was mentioned as still being in the mix was the Carolina Panthers. Um, and I know a lot of people kind of would kind of look at that and say, why would he sign in Carolina? You know, if he wants a, a top defense, a top quarterback, a chance to win, all this stuff, right? And and part of that's true. You know, they don't have a top defense. They have a lot of defensive talent. They don't have a top quarterback, but they have the number one overall pick, Bryce Young, who, who looks like he could be a special player. Uh, but I think most importantly, they play in the NFC South. And... <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins ending up in Carolina takes what was already a good shot at winning the division to almost a lock. Yes. Also, he has a relationship with one of the coaches there, right? Yes. Uh, uh, what's his name? Bobby Ingram, uh, the former, he was a, a wide receiver coach for DeAndre Hopkins previously. He's now a coach on Carolina staff. So he does have connections there. Uh, and it, you know, it just, it seems like the market is a little softer for him than, than many people anticipated, but that's been, the case league wide, the owners are trying to kind of prove a point by not paying uh, free agents anywhere near what they're worth. Right. Uh, so that that could work out in Carolina's favor, uh, you know. And and I don't want to get my hopes up because a lot of times these things get reported and they don't happen. You know, you'll you'll end up in Buffalo or whatever, and then I'll just be mad. But if you look at Carolina's roster again, you know they have Adam Thielen who has been a very good receiver, but is on the downside now. Uh, and his production has tailed off significantly the last couple of years. DJ Chark has been injured nearly every season of his career. Uh, and then you're looking at a, a rookie in Jonathan Mingo and a, a very unproven player in Terrace Marshall. So, you know, he can, he steps in as the clear-cut number one receiver day one, and he's going to get all the targets he can handle in Carolina. Yeah. Um, you know, they need, they have a big need at the edge opposite of Brian Burns. But I think that you go, if you're Carolina, you go for the talent in, in Deandre Hopkins over just checking a box on the roster and, and going and getting whatever edge rusher is available at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to point out that Bobby Ingram also used to be a wide receiver coach for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, DeAndre Hawkins was available then when he was here. So whatever. Apparently yeah, nobody was. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh Jeremy asked a question, uh, uh do the Panthers or does 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 D Hop want to win a ring or just a team to sign with? I I don't think signing with the Panthers means he doesn't want to win a ring. I, they're not they're not anybody's favorite right now to win. But let me ask you guys this. If Bryce Young turns out to be that guy like what can't they what what you know, like like what can't they do right if, if they got if they got d hop and bryce young turns out to be like really good you got d hop adam thielen all right and and if mingo turns out to be anything else that's a lot of firepower there Okay. Well, and they I, have a and they have yeah. a solid o-line at least we think right now they're gonna have a, a pretty solid right. o-line and and you know the it's it's june you know how many people had the Eagles in the Super Bowl last year? True. You know there 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 are surprise teams every single season. You know why couldn't it be Carolina? Yeah, and and the and the answer is he wants his money. That's the answer for everybody. Don't get it twisted. Everybody wants their money. Yes. Everybody. 
the ones that say, what's up, DDSQ? Thanks for coming through, man. The ones that are just like, oh, I just want to win, that's because they've already gotten their money. And they don't right. mean that either. They want their money. <laughs> I mean, you they want both, no doubt. There yeah, are players yeah. that want they want to win, but you can pay me too. Uh, and and you brought up something else that I wanted to um discuss, right? Yes, it, it looks like the the owners are trying to kind of freeze out these players a little bit, right? Not that they're trying to hold the line and not really not really play, pay players. Do you think this is something that will hold up? Do you think this will work in their favor down the road? The owner's trying to trying to screw the players out of money every every year in free agency. No, yeah. uh, I, I don't think that's something that'll that's going to pay off for them in the long run. Now, I mean, granted, the NFL players' union is, is the weakest of them all. It is, but at some point, uh, they've got to stand up and fight for themselves, right? You, yeah, you think at some point, I think yeah, they they're trying to keep the cost down. But trying to nickel and dime players at the top of the game, I don't think that's going to work, right? Because yeah. D. Hop's not getting the, the the contract that he wants. He's not going to sign a long term deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. You know, with the, look the the running back uh, situation. We discussed that. Yes, running backs are devalued right now, but that pendulum is going to swing the other way because you know it's just, they're just flooded with talent. Running backs are flooded with talent right now. So yeah, there's a lot to pick from, but. When that talent starts to, you know, start to shorten a little bit, yeah. you don't have as many guys trying to play running back and they want to play other positions and you're going to have that need. They're going to, you're going to have to pay a premium for them. Yeah. You're, you're already seeing the beginnings of that. I think a lot of guys who would otherwise want to play uh, running back are looking at wide receiver, right? Uh, potentially. And, and, you know, you have guys who are essentially running backs playing that like Curtis Samuel was kind of that way. Debo Samuels looked at that way even Jonathan Mingo a little bit. Uh, and like you said, you, when, when the talent goes away from the running back position and defenses are, are continually get trying to get faster, lighter, and all that, you will see the the premium go back up on running backs. Uh, I mean, look at Carolina last year. You know, Deonta Foreman isn't any kind of a special running back by, by any stretch of the imagination, but he came out and he played very, very well for Carolina last year. He played very well for Tennessee the year before that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's why there are a few teams who are kind of going that route in saying, you know what? Everybody's playing the pass. Everybody's building their team to pass. Everybody's building their team to play, you know, to defend the pass. We're going to be power run. Yeah. And you still have to be able to throw the ball. And that's kind of where those teams have, have stumbled, you know, in Baltimore and San Francisco. Like they just don't have the quarterbacks to get it done. But at some point you're gonna get it the, the team with the proper mix. Yeah, yeah. And salute to DDSQ for the for Twain donation. I appreciate it. It says thank you. Uh I hate that the NFL has convinced the fans that a player that wants to get paid their worth doesn't care about winning when the league makes 16 to 18 billion dollars in revenue a year yeah 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 he's absolutely right like the player it's like they have to decide winning or money right and if they if they want to get the most they can then oh he doesn't care about winning but he's the one putting his body on the line the owners aren't right they have no they don't have the real skin in the game right The, the it's the players so if the player i don't care if a player says i don't really care about winning I just want to get paid. That's fine. Yeah. As long as you're going out there and doing your job. And if you win, cool. Right. 
I, I don't care about that either. You should want as much money as you can, especially in this sport. Yeah, how many people really care about the success of their workplace beyond them being able to pay you know you what you're worth? Right. You don't you don't care if you if you're wherever you, if whatever retail store you're at is is selling more than they did the year before, as long as you're getting the money that you want to get out of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to my boy Noah. I brought his his comment up earlier, man. Long time no see. Yes, indeed, yes, man. Up, Always happy to see you, man. Glad glad you're doing well, man. Um, so yeah, so I mean that's that's all. Uh, I you know, really hop in that Discord. You got some explaining to do, Noah. <laughs> my goodness. So I mean, what do you think the chances are that they actually signed D Hop? I think that the chances are pretty decent if uh, if it is true that the Patriots are out. Which is what it yeah. seemed like by going and, and extending Devontae Parker. Uh, at at that point, why not? Right? Like if if Buffalo has cap issues or you know money availability issues, you know, and it's probably the same in Kansas City. You know, they're probably not offering him what he feels like he's worth. Uh, Baltimore's not calling. Why wouldn't it be Carolina? Carolina can pay you. You said you have a young quarterback who you who could could end up being the best quarterback he's ever played with in a very weak division. Yeah. Yeah. So I, D hop makes sense on most teams. Yeah. I, I, not most teams, every team. I don't even care if they're stacked to wide receiver. You can find room for a D hop on your team. Right. So, so yeah, that, that, that'd be great for, for the Panthers. And again, if you're a Ravens fan, you have to look at this and say, Hey man, what what are we doing if if we're trying to make a free agency move? This is the type of move that you want to make. Don't worry about what it's going to cost cap wise. Like we don't don't worry about that. If they can, if it's possible, if they can make it happen, then you make it happen. Go and get that talent because otherwise he will end up going to a team. Nobody's looking at the Panthers right now as as a contender, but these are the type of moves that will make you a contender. Yes, right and. I'd rather he be here than somewhere else. And speaking of, do we want to go over to the to the other talent that we're talking about that the Ravens are just looks like they're just skipping out on? Sure, as soon as I update a headline. Sure. Well, I don't worry. I'll filibuster. So look, uh, this obviously since since this is a Ravens and Panthers uh, heavy heavy channel. Okay, B's a Panthers fan. I'm a Ravens fan. Uh, obviously seeing D hop go to the Panthers. If it's not the Ravens, that'd be ideal. Okay. But if he ended up in Kansas city, that would, I, I would, I would, I would be, I would be uh, a little dejected by that. If he ended up going to the bills or another contender, I would really hate to see that. What if he joined Dalvin cook in Miami? That's another, that's another thing. Because Dalvin Cook talked about wanting to play with DeAndre Hopkins. The Dolphins just made an offer to Dalvin Cook. Now, we talked about D Hop being able to go to any team. They are pretty stacked at wide receiver, right? Yeah. <laughs> that is that is the one team which is like, yeah, they <laughs> well, look, look, I'll yeah, say that. They, they have a great one and two. Yes, uh, I wouldn't say they're stacked beyond those two. So, like, if you if you look at it and say, "Hey, we want to run three wide receivers every every down," then you know 
There you go. There's no negative to putting uh, DeAndre Hopkins on that team. No. Right. But Dalvin Cook, we talked about him coming to the Ravens, and I know a lot of Ravens fans are like, nah, we got J.K. Dobbins, we got Gus Edwards. I hear you. And I love J.K. Dobbins. Be can attest to that. I love J.K. Dobbins. I actually think J.K. Dobbins could be one of the top running backs in the league. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's not Dalvin Cook. <laughs> <laughs> right, and it may, maybe he could turn into that, but he hasn't proven it. I yeah. like guys that have proven it. Dalvin Cook has proven it. I don't think he's over the hill, right? I don't think he's lost it. I think he's still Dalvin Cook, and we don't have to choose between Dalvin Cook and J.K. Dobbins. It can be Dalvin Cook and J.K. Dobbins getting busy out there. Gus, you're the odd man out, and I like Gus Edwards a lot too. But mm-hmm. there's no debate uh, that if we bring in somebody Dalvin Cook. Gus can, I mean, he can be the third back, I guess, but we don't need, we don't need Gus at that point. He he doesn't no. fit into that equation. So, yes, bring Dalvin Cook. But even if you're saying, no, we don't really want to spend money there, how would you feel if he went to the Dolphins? Does that make you feel better? Are you sitting there saying, well, hey, whatever, they want to waste their money, fine, but we're, we, I like what we have over here. I don't yeah. like that. Especially when you're when you're saying Dalvin Cook going to the Mike McDaniel offense, which is the Kyle Shanahan offense, essentially, yeah. right? And you know what Dalvin Cook can do in less than ideal circumstances. What do you think he's going to do with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle on on the outside, and Mike McDaniel designing the run game? Yeah, it's not yeah. going to be pretty if you're not a Dolphins fan. Yeah, and Jeremy Tyreek Hill is not in any trouble. They they had some small investigation investigation of assault, but they've already dismissed that, I believe. So he's not in any trouble. He's gonna be out there playing. Um, and even even if he wasn't, again, okay, let's let's just say the off chance Tyreek Hill is gonna miss some time for off the field issues. Okay, they still have uh, what's this? What's the other? Jalen Waddle. They have Jalen Waddle, and they could easily sign D Hop. So then, what did they miss? <laughs> D Hop, Jan Waddle, and Dalvin Cook. No, thank you. No, thank you. Okay, that that is that's you don't want a team that's competing to add more to it, guys. They beat us last year. Yeah, we we were up by like thirty points in the fourth quarter, and they erased that. Sure did. Okay, I I don't want to see that again. And but I, don't worry, that only happened because the guys who are going to be competing for your cornerback two spot were in the game. Yeah, so. and don't get me wrong. If the Ravens don't do anything else, yeah. I still like our chances of winning. But these other teams stacking up, they're not going to make it easy. Okay, and yeah. and if, if he goes to the Dolphins, it's going to be that much harder. So, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to see this. Bring Dalvin Cook to the Ravens. And they just signed uh, Chosen Anderson as well. Uh, to go along with Cedric Wilson, who's another one of their backup receivers. So not not bad backup receivers. Chosen, but... Chosen Robbie? Yes, Chosen, <laughs> Chosen Robbie Anderson. Speaking of Chosen, the Chosen One has entered our, our, our show, B. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Coach Evans from Sip to Tally Films and more Sip to Tally Films. What is going yes. on, Coach? How much, man? How y'all doing? 
Hey, thanks good, for coming good, through. Good. Coach, this is perfect timing. Uh, well, first, I, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, let, let's let, give Coach his thoughts on you know Dalvin Cook getting offered, making a uh, getting an offer from the Dolphins. How do you feel about him possibly joining Miami? Uh, you you always want to go back home and and, and play with, play for your hometown team. He probably yeah. in some sh- way, shape, or form was a Dolphins fan growing up in Miami, and you always want to go home and play in front of your your friends and family. You can get more. I mean, you. The love for you in front of your hometown, you know, where you play high school ball at, that's going to be crazy. And to go home and win a championship, um, potentially win a championship in, in Miami, your hometown is is going to be crazy. So he, I'm sure he'd love to go there and, he, you know, and I don't know if you guys are going to talk about this, but he's probably linked to another guy. <laughs> they potentially going to go to the same spot. So, D-Hop. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be scary. It's already be- scary. I would be sick to my stomach if, unless it came. They both came to Baltimore, but if they went anywhere else, I would I would throw up. <laughs> All right, Coach. This is man. I'm glad you're here because I I love what you're doing over there on More Sip to Tally. Guys, go subscribe to More Sip to Tally. Okay, um, you're doing 32 teams in 32 days. Okay, mm-hmm. power rankings, ranking all the teams in the NFL. Everybody loves rankings. Okay. Yep. Everybody loves rankings. Most of them are bad. Okay. But this right here, I challenge everybody at the beginning of the show to find a better ranking system than yours. It was a trap because they're not going to find one. Okay. This is hands down the best ranking system, period. All right. But I want you, I want to let you discuss that. And I want to kind of go over the teams that you have, have done up until this point. All right. So what I did was I took and I, tr- and I tried to do five offensive, um, skill sets and five defensive but i ran into a little problem so the five offensive skill sets i got is quarterback running back um receiver tight end o-line and i wanted to balance it out by doing five for the defense and i started out with d-line edge linebacker safety the corners but with that edge and d-line it, it just wasn't working out right so i ended up putting them together and so you got if i got five offensive and four defensive and it just made it a lot easier because, well, a lot, a lot of years. It was hard anyway. And mm-hmm. so I ranked each position group 1 to 32. So I took the quarterbacks and ranked them 1 to 32. Took the running backs, ranked them 1 to 32, so forth and so on. And then I averaged them all out. And so each team has an average. And then I, you know, based on where the average is, that's where your rank is, 32 to 1. And that's what you're starting to see on, you know, almost at the tally. So it it took a minute. It was the the, main, the st- most stressful part was the um, D line and edge group. Mm. Now um, the quarterbacks, the running backs, the receiver stuff took a minute because you know there so many of those guys. The O line groups was it was hard, but you kind of know who the better rushing teams are. You can kind of put that together, and then with me, it helped that I did the 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 college stuff too. So I kind of know who picked up the better O-linemen because it you once you get past like the second or third round with O-line groups, the rest of them are trash. And you, right. every now and then you'll find a, a good O-lineman in the you you'll find a, a good six round receiver every now and then, but you ain't gonna find those six round O-line. Right. They pretty much gonna be third round on up. So you got a good idea of who the good O-linemen are round. I mean, good O-linemen are. But that's what I'm doing. I'm, and I'm right now I'm on number tomorrow will be number 29. I did what, like you said earlier, 32, 31, and 30. And so I'm just trying to, you know, put it out there and not, like I said, I think on the first one, like Stephen A. Smith, 
There are no assistants helping. Well, there's one assistant helping to my right. <laughs> but um, it was just me and me and her and putting out there. Most mostly me. She did some stuff when I got frustrated. But um, okay, it uh, it is what it is, man. It, it's 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 raw. It's authentic, and it's the best I can give you. Now, look right out the gate, you came with so five, okay? Because number thirty-two, nobody was expecting that to be thirty-two, okay? <laughs> The L.A. Rams you have mm-hmm. as the worst ranked team. Let's talk about that for a minute. How did they get the worst ranked label? Honestly, when, when I looked at it and put it put it all on paper, they they lost. They I ain't gonna say they lost so much that when you look at them on defense, mm-hmm. Ramsey gone, Wagner gone. All they got on defense really is um Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. And what what bagged it up? What really made me happy to see was the very next day when I put that out. Uh, Brent Coleman came out with his stuff about the L.A. Rams, and he said they had 32 or 36 rookies. And that really, to me, that 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 authenticated what I what I was saying. They had four. Remember last year we had what 14 picks and we used them all. Yeah, the Rams had 14 picks and they used them all, and they're expecting all 14 people to play uh, because they they shot they shot they shot and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So now they're reaping what they sold for, f them picks, so to speak. Yeah. yeah, and they're, I, I, they're probably they're probably fine with that. Like, it, and it, most it, of them are. Yeah, it looks similar to what Carolina was, uh, mm-hmm. and I except I don't think it was intentionally Carolina. <laughs> <But> they had <laughs> they had Cam Newton on the offense, they had Luke Keekley on defense, and you had those are two you know elite players, two superstar players that were just holding up those their, you know their side of the ball, and you know they there was some some talent sprinkled in here and there, but it was really really a bad roster being held up by, you know, a, a few players with top end talent. And like you said, you know, the Rams, you know, they, they probably looked at Stafford that way. You know, obviously they, they've got, you know, Cooper Cup and they've got Aaron Donald, they had Jalen Ramsey, and then now they don't. Right. right. Yeah. 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 So now, uh, he mentioned also that the Bucks are doing the same thing. The Bucks are in that same situation. They went all in uh, with Tom and, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to cycle through talent and whatnot. But, with the Rams being that last team, they got they got so many. Like, just think about their cornerbacks. They got Dakota Durant. How many people know who Dakota Durant is? How many people know what even school he went to? Right. Dakota Durant's a a, a, a MEAC player from South Carolina State. Who's who's a starting corner for them? Yeah. Yeah. I I know that because you mentioned them to me before. I didn't know who he was until you told me about him. So and their linebacking core is nobody. All you know is like if if I if I got to if I had a coach against the Rams, I'm running the ball almost every play and I'm just running wherever Aaron Donald is not. Mm. And I guarantee and I'm almost gonna guarantee yeah. you I'm gonna win. Yeah. And who's who's the quarterback right now? It's uh it's still Stafford. If he can if he can keep he himself upright. Up. Right. Right. That's the one thing they have going for him. Stafford and Cooper Cup, I guess. And that's it. And that's it. That's it. Van Jefferson's that number two. They got um they got a number three receiver who was their number one most of the year last year, and uh, Tutu Atwell was their number yes. two for most of the year. Yeah, but I'll say this: if your if your ranking holds up, they they've put themselves in a pretty good spot, right? Because now they do own their first round pick this this coming year. Yes, oh, and you've okay. got Caleb Williams, you got Drake May, and you know there's a couple other guys who who are going to work their way into that discussion, but they'll be able to find their QB of the future and kind of reset. Well, I'm, I'm like, Mike, I think they got their QB of the future already. Who? Oh, uh, 
Who? Even even though Stetson Bennett and oh, so they're the same same age. But I think they got the QB of the future already. <laughs> uh, uh. The, the QB of the very immediate future. <laughs> uh, they, they can draft their their QB of the long term future. Stetson <laughs> Bennett and, and and Mike Sean McVay the same age. <laughs> Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up with Kelly Williams. Right. This is what this is what good organizations do. They take calculated risks. Mm-hmm. They won a Super Bowl. They know when to dump their their salary and just be bad for a year and then re-up. Because they go and get Caleb Williams, they're back. Right. Right. Everything that you know, they may not be instantly Super Bowl contenders, but everything will start to fall into place after that. And honestly, if they're if they're terrible this year, if they're smart, they dump Aaron Donald for some more picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, well, he's getting ready to retire. Let, anyway. let Aaron, I know. I know yeah. what I'm saying. Let Aaron Donald go to a contender where he can potentially get him another ring. Mm-hmm. And get them some more picks, and they really oh. restart their their run again. Oh man, this look the rich get richer. Okay, this <laughs> this is how you do it. But for right now, they thirty two. <laughs> yes, right now they're thirty two. Thirty one. Uh, Noah, Noah, cover your ears. Cover your ears, Noah. Uh, I uh, this was actually more surprising to me than the Rams. I, I, told, I told y'all, like, yes, I, I previewed it. I said a lot of people not gonna like 31. <laughs> 31. Oh, oh, I liked it. I was just surprised. <laughs> <laughs> the Detroit Lions are 31. That's what they get for letting that second grader draw their new helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, what happened to the Lions? They start, they finished so strong. They How did they strong. end up 31? Well, I, I took I took out, they got rid of both of their rushers. Mm. Their their number two, what I think is their number two receiver suspended for six or eight games, or so to speak. Jameson six, yeah. Jameson six six games. Um, their O line is good. Not no no. Their O line is is really good. I got their O line ranked number three out of thirty two teams. Mm. They're, they're, I really like their O line. You don't know what you're gonna get out of Jared Goff. Yeah. You you have no idea what you're gonna get out of Jared Goff. Um, defensively, they got. Two good ends, them guys in the middle, you don't know. Right. You, you just don't know. They drafted a a lot of people like the guy they took in the first round, the linebacker. I don't. Oh, well, can't. Not, is it Campbell? Jack Campbell? Can, yeah, Campbell. I, I I don't like him. I don't. I like Rodriguez. I don't like Campbell. Mm-hmm. Then on the back end, they got CJ uh, Gardner Johnson, but I think he's about to fall. He's to that point where he's about to fall off the cliff. Gotcha. And I just don't like what they got in the secondary. And it's mainly it's mainly the defense why they why they got them so low, because they they do have uh, James Houston and Aiden Hutchinson, but I think Houston Houston had eight sacks in seven games, but the thing is with Houston I think he's in that same boat with Ojabo. Did Ojabo get all that 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 shine because Hutchinson was on the other side? So I'm putting Houston in that same boat. Did Houston get all that shine in those games because Hutchinson was on the same side? Because Hutchinson had nine and a half sacks in seventeen games. Houston had eight sacks in seven games. Right. Was it because the 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 focus was on Hutchinson? Right, yeah. right. We don't know. So mm. I and but I just don't. I don't. I think them getting rid of Jamal and DeAndre Swift is going to hurt them. But if they have success with a rookie running back, how much worse is it going to be for these established backs to try to get contracts? Because they took two good running backs, two established running backs, and said, huh, go do something else. We're going to run it back with this rookie behind a good old line. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I, I think it, part of it depends because, you know, DeAndre did go to Philly. Right? Mm-hmm. So if he, if he goes over to Philly and he blows up, that might counteract whatever, whatever happens uh, with Gibbs in Detroit, you know. But and, Philly got a good line too, though. Yeah, but then it'll just be, hey, bad team making bad decision, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. we'll see. I think, you know, Jameer going to go for like – 23, 2,400 yards. I think. <laughs> Did you draft them in your is, is, is he on, touchdowns? Is he on your fantasy football team? If you, if you if you want some of that, you can you can hit me up in the dynasty league and we can that. talk. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget we okay. got a draft Friday too. Don't forget. Uh, that's right. That's how right. how could I forget with how you did me in that draft, coach? I did not do that. That was the computer. I made sure I screenshot it and it said random. Pick so low in my life. I like pick early in the second round. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna pick in the middle of the second round. (laughs) It's the worst spot to be in. I think because the O line is so strong, right? I I I think you you know you that's how you build a team from the from the line out, Mm -hmm. offense and defense. Because the O line is so strong, it allows them to it, it allows your team to do a whole lot when your O line can just build a wall around the quarterback and open up holes for the running back. You don't have to be as talented there, but you're right. Jared Goff, man. I mean, that is the quarterback that you need to build a wall around for sure. <laughs> for sure. A great if, he, wall. if he can put, you know, just keep it together for a little bit, they can be competitive. I, I think because all the things that you said, uh, Jameson Williams having a suspension, you have, you know, you got rid of both of your running backs. They are going to struggle coming out the game. Mm-hmm. And, Possibly when everybody comes back and they start to get a little cohesive down the stretch, you can see a similar run to what they did last year, but it'll be too late. Right. right. Now I the positive the positive form is among Ross and Brown. Yes. He is the truth. And I didn't realize that that cat can play. Yeah. A hundred over hundred catches. I think about twelve or eleven hundred yards. That cat can go get in and him with a healthy, well, he'll be healthy, but whenever he gets back, Jameson. And then you slide Khalif Raymond in there. They'll be good in that division. But, again, that suspension is going to hurt him. And it's, gonna take, it's probably going to take him two, three, four games to get his feet up under him from being suspended. And that's that's the middle of the season by then. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Jameson Williams is 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 that guy. Uh, like I said, him being out, <clears throat> excuse me, I kind of feel like the uh, the Cinderella story that they're all expecting in, in Detroit is, is going to fall apart this season. You know that that coach, uh, I forget his name now. The offensive coordinator Dang. who, oh no, 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 the the, uh, the offensive coordinator. Um, he he interviewed in Carolina too. They thought he was going to take the job. I cannot remember now. Ben Johnson, I believe. Ben Johnson, uh, yeah. Him going back, I think, is probably going to turn around and be a bad decision for him. Like you said, getting rid of your established players in the backfield. And the real thing, and you know, we talked about it on on this show before, like that off season was going to be kind of make or break for that uh, front office and coaching staff where you're making the, they had the choice of, are we going to ride with Jared Goff or are we going to, you know, go out there and make a, you know, make a change and, and get a guy with a higher ceiling. And they, they chose poorly. Uh, <laughs> they, they do have Hendon Hooker. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be yeah. back when he's, when he's 27 and just in time for that decline. They, uh, picked, they picked freaking Campbell in the first round. They sure did. They sure did. Yeah. Well, and listen, I I like Jameer Gibbs. I think he's a very good player. I think he's an extremely talented player. But not only did they take their off-ball linebacker in the in the teens, they took a running back in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the running back 
I mean, I, I like Jack Campbell as a player, but the running back wasn't even a position of need. Right. Right. So I did not love their draft. Didn't love their offseason. And, and, you know, why are you doing it? You're doing it to save money? Okay, what are you saving money for? What would you pick up? You know what I'm saying? You just did just to save money. That Those are bad moves. I hate when people say, oh, well, well if they get a cheaper running back. All right, so what are you saving money for? What, what did you go and get? Did you go and get, sign a D-hop? Are you, are you signing, you know, are, are you trading for, for, for uh, what's his name, Chase Young? Are you, are you trying to, are you trying to get better or are you just trying to pinch pennies? Because that's not how you build your team. That's a zig when I zag move that's a straight line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those people that think they can cross you up on a court and they fall over. <laughs> they cross them <laughs> right, <laughs> right. All right, number thirty. Mm-hmm. This was more around what I thought they would be. Uh, I, 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 this, is a, I, this is a win for them. I thought they'd be thirty-two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought I thought them in Atlanta would be battling for last place, mm-hmm. but. Number 30, the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did they beat out the Rams and the Lions? Well, I'm assuming that Kyler did not factor into this for, for their their ranking this season, correct? Because uh, he's gonna miss most of the season, it looks like. And uh, now that you think you know, now that I think about it, I I kind of forgot about that injury for him. Yeah. And that's why they're higher than they oh, are. No. Because this I with Kyler. Yeah, I forget oh, yes, no. with Kyler. Yeah, it's, it's with Kyler. I, I forgot about that. How, he's gonna be out most of the time. Oh, I'm sorry. As a matter of fact, when looking back on, because I watched the video today, I spent a good six minutes with Kyler right beside my face talking about it. <laughs> I, forget, I didn't even mention the fact that Kyler was out. I forgot about it. Oh no! But oh, yes, no. Uh, Kyler being there is why they are where they at. Now you um, had Kyler ranked 14th amongst quarterbacks. I like because I like Kyler Murray. Me too. I, I like what he can do outside the pocket, but like I, like I said, I forgot that he was he was he was out for as long as he's out. Um, yeah. I like Kyler Murray. I'm just gonna talk, hit the positives and why they up there. I like Kyler Murray. I like Buda Baker. Mm-hmm. I like um, I like Isaiah Simmons, and um, just and they bar- they're barely they're like percentage points in front of the Rams and the Lions. It's not like they had these these great numbers they put them ahead of the rams these last three to four teams they're like percentage points in front of each other it's yeah. like uh, um say you if the lions didn't have that good old line it, that probably would have moved them back you know further like that that good old line put them in front of the rams right or or you know something if Buda Baker wasn't on the, the Cardinals team, they might have been right because he had asked he had asked for uh he had, he had asked out essentially. He, he did ask out. Yeah. He did going to honor that. But exactly, exactly. So it's the the last three or four teams they percentage points by each other. So it's not much separating them. So it's it, it's it's like a toss up. But I did forget, if I, if I had remembered uh, he was out as long as he is, they probably would have been thirty two nine. I think about it. <laughs> I forgot he I forgot he was out probably half the season. I can't yeah. believe my man said on the strength of having a franchise quarterback, you are 30th. <laughs> you know, it is. I'm, still, I'm still a Hollywood Brown fan. I still like Hollywood Brown. I mean, he's, he's not great, but I think pretty good. And uh, yeah, yes, Kyle's going to miss a good chunk of the season, but when he gets mm-hmm. healthy, him and Hollywood, they're going to have some success out there. And the, the Hollywood's really in the same situation he came from mm-hmm. because he's the, he's the number one guy now. 
and they don't really have else behind him, much behind him, but they got a good tight end. Yeah. Like it's, it's him, Rondell Moore, and they got Zach Ernst and uh, Trey McBride as a second tight end. That's really what they got offensively. Mm. And they got James Conner as a running back. Yeah. So as, far, as far as quarterbacks, they got um, <laughs> um, the same dude that played with him in Baltimore. Um, McSorley. McSorley. They got yeah. uh, David Blau, and they got um, – What's the old dude to play the Texas? Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. So Hollywood probably in a worse situation. Colt now McCoy. Think about please, it. He don't. He don't look a day over twenty four still. Please right? don't he, call him old because I was a grown ass man when he was in college. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood's in a worse situation. He's still a kid to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he probably wish he had stayed now. Hey, well, listen, listen. He, he and he still ain't got paid yet. That's why he needs to go out there and ball out this year. I think. Kyler not being out there, he can show his value just by going out there and just being professional and playing well when Kyler gets back. You know, try to be a thousand yard wide receiver this year, get your money, and then and and stay there. Cause look, they'll they're not gonna be a great team, obviously, but in, you know, a big part of it is, is Kyler being hurt and you know, they they have some shuffling around to do. They can change that in the offseason. You know, that's so, an interesting thought. To, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I, was, I was gonna say, like, no, like, you know. Yes, it's it's a it's going to be a tough year for them, but this is where you earn your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's an interesting thought to me. Like you say, he probably wishes he was still in Baltimore, uh, and it's like if if he had not complained so publicly, right? Uh, maybe you know some of the other guys don't follow suit, you know, and and this off season, do they really go through that transformation and getting rid of Roman? You know, bringing in Odell, drafting another receiver because you know you can still point at him and be like, "Hey, we got Hollywood and Bateman. All we need is to get rid of Steve Saunders, and we're all good." Right? Mm, maybe I don't wonder. He might have been the first domino. You're right. He might have been yeah. the first domino. But at, to, to Jose's point, if he if he can go out and get a thousand eleven hundred yards with with that trash at quarterback, <laughs> he might be in for a good payday. And he'll get the targets. It won't be for lack of opportunity. He'll get the targets. He, he may not get the targets because they O line trash too. Oh yeah, yeah. He might have to go out. The, he, well, he, he might he, have to. He might have to resort to running hitches again to get to get the catches. Yeah, yeah. Back to blocking, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so tomorrow is number twenty nine. Twenty nine. All right. All right. I mean, is, how many weeks am I gonna have to wait to see Carolina? <laughs> oh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, but okay, I know you don't want to give it away. I understand. I understand. But uh, give me a little preview of, let's say the the tier. I guess you know, it, it, you know, one to ten would be tier one, eleven to twenty, tier two, below that tier three. He can't what, give anything. No, away. no, no. I'm saying, what tier did you did you put Bryce Young in? You know, oh, be, be, okay. being that he's a rookie, you know, you don't really have any. Thing to go off, you know, in terms of his NFL. I'll say this for for all the rookie quarterbacks, mm-hmm. I pretty much put them in the same tier, and I, I gave, I didn't give them any stock, any of them. I, I treated them as if they, they haven't done anything in the NFL. So, oh, so like Carolina, Carolina's thirty two a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, like for real, I treat I, I, I now the 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 three main guys, Bryce. Mm-hmm. Um, Richardson and, um, and CJ, uh, CJ. Yeah. all in my mind, got them as starters, but mm-hmm. I treated them as if they haven't done anything. So I didn't put one above the other 
but I did. I do have them as starting, and I treated them as like they they got zero stats, which they do. But I do okay. have them in my mind as starters. Okay. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say CJ gonna be better than Anthony or Anthony's gonna be better than Bryce. I just they they are flat one flat line. But I do have them as starters. Yeah. Okay. But I do have what's columns as worse than all three of them. Will Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Will Evans taking a lot of hits this offseason. He ain't even put the pads on yet, man. That's not cool. He should take hits from putting mayo in coffee. He said it was a dare. No, yeah, he should have. Sure. Whatever yeah. the dare was, he should have did the dare. He need to He need to peel the bananas, though. That's just... That's not cool. All right, listen, listen. You guys need to watch every day. He's going to unveil another team every day. All right, you like this breakdown? I know you do. No, look if you if you click on any of those clickbaity, you know, uh, the top thirty-two teams or you know power ranking things, and they give you no context, no real context to right. why they have them ranked. Is you know. Don't waste your time with that. You're gonna get you're you're gonna feel a lot more fulfilled about where your team is ranked. Okay, <laughs> you look at this one. <laughs> Chris White says Mayo, the Caucasity. <laughs> yes. So no, every team, even if okay, I know I I know I I know Noah is hurt because he he likes the lines, <clears throat> but how he breaks down. Why they're ranked there, you can respect that. That's the key is why it ain't just a random, just it ain't just thrown out there. It's 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 a why to it. It's a it's a method to it, and it's it, it's. I feel like it's completely un, unbiased. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, but you know, no, absolutely, you can, you can respect it. So, you're not going to find anything better out there. I promise you. I promise you. No matter where your team is on here. You whether you like it or you don't like it, you can understand and respect the work that's gone into it. And again, this is just this is preseason rankings. Okay, so don't don't take it to heart. Okay, he coach is breaking down the concerns that he has with them, the positives with the team, where they need to improve, and if they improve in those places, obviously they can they can jump up you know further in, in the rankings. The, the yeah. fine print, the fine print reads that when D Hop and Davin Cook finds a home. The rankings won't change. Too much work went into it, but while they didn't have a team, I am not changing it when they find one. Sorry. There you go. There you go. It is etched in the stone. So if they find a team, if they find a team, like if they find a team that I'd already done, I'm not going back. If they find a team that I have yet to do, like if they find a team next week and it's all right, sorry, it ain't going up. Listen, <laughs> it is what it guys, is. I'm gonna tell you guys something. There's always there's always a way. Okay, he's saying no, but maybe he gets an influx of subscribers over on Morrison to Tally. Maybe there's an influx of patrons, you know, requesting it. Right? You know, maybe maybe hearts and minds change a little bit. All right. So listen, do yourself a favor. I, I know you guys are already subscribed to Sip to Tally. You you better be. I, I already know that. But there's only one thing that's better than Sip to Tally. More Sip to Tally. Go <laughs> over there. More sip to tally. That's easy to remember. This is where you can find uh, these videos. Okay, every day you need to be tuned in. You guys are looking for something in the off season. Yep. This is it right here. It'll take okay? you to camp start. I said a reminder. I said a reminder. Six o'clock. Yeah. Six o'clock. Okay. Um. These are when the videos are set. You'll you'll see who's unveiled and why. 
uh, they're ranked there. Okay. So more sip to tally, hit the subscribe button right now. Go over to patreon.com slash sip to tally. Okay. And sign up for a tier. I don't have my chalice in front of me, but you get a nice chalice uh, for the for the uh, gunslinger tier. <laughs> there you go. Shout out All to right. D Brown the third. And you and this is a requirement. You're gonna need that that chalice for the season because after every Ravens game, we're going to we're going to toast. Okay, well, for every win. Well, All right. So and them sorrows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're gonna we're gonna toast to uh, Panthers wins too. That's, That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, do you want do you want to hang around or you gotta you gotta go? Or? Um, well, I was gonna hang around, but I got equipment failure. Like that's why I'm holding the mic now. So <laughs> it, just, it just happens if I let it go, it's gonna fall. <laughs> so okay, I'm, real I'm quick, just let just let everybody know. You know, I mean, I, I told everybody about Sip to Tally, more Sip to Tally. Uh, anything yeah, you can else find you wanna... me on uh, Twitter at Coach Evans Nine. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Sip to Tally. And um, YouTube, Sip the Tally and most of the Tally. I appreciate everybody for uh, the subscriptions and make sure you follow me for the next 29 days for the, um, what do you call it? More Sip the Tally Power Rings. That's the, I guess that's the official name. I, I stumbled upon that name today. <laughs> now, now, Coach, I, I, I hit you up at the last minute about mm-hmm. this, but we plan on just kind of recapping what is going on on the show. So I, I'm going to send you the invite if you can make it cool. Yeah, not, that's cool. Know. We'll, we'll make it a Wednesday thing. That's okay. Cool. Make cool. it a Wednesday thing, and I'll, I'll fall through. Bet. Right. Coach, thank you so much, man. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate, Appreciate you. you. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one. All right. All right, man. I hope you guys enjoyed that because, listen, you have to go. If you haven't watched the videos, I'm telling you, you have to watch the videos. All right. Um, you guys watch those those top 100 players on NFL, uh, NFL Network. You, um, you know, you click on those those top 32 lists and all that stuff. I get it because it's something to do. But this right here is going to give you some real context. And yes. it, it's something that you need to get through the offseason. Yeah. So, yes, the next 29 days or 30 days. No, 29. Next 29 days, he's going to unveil the rest of the teams. That's more sip to tally is where you can go in and, and watch that. Okay. All right. What do we have next? We've got our submitted questions for the week. Uh, we have a, a few questions here. We'll start off with this one from Marco G. Do you think Ravens should extend JK after this season or let him walk and draft a running back? Okay, so it depends on what we do this season. If we sign Dalvin Cook, then JK can walk. And, you know, that's tough for me to say because I love JK Dobbins. If they don't make any moves whatsoever, I know B is going to say let him walk. He's going to ask for too much money. That's not right. Um, I would say, I, I look. I would say sign him if he's playing. If he's playing up to the level, I think he can play to. Oh, good God, Ferris! <laughs> Ferris with the fifty dollar donation. Thank you, Thank Ferris. You, I, we don't want to sound ungrateful. Thank you, but we know your motives here. <laughs> He just says hello, okay? Ferris wants to <laughs> reestablish sure. he wants to reestablish his dominance in the point ranking, okay? <laughs> Thank you, Ferris. Thank you. Appreciate right. it. Bro. Thank you. Uh <laughs> Mazella, it's on you, man. Look, you get two more tickets and you in first. <laughs> so so n- listen, people are saying no. 
you're saying no because he's going to cost too much or, you know, he's going to eat up a lot of cap. My question is, what are you going to do with the money? Mm-hmm. This again, this comes down to if, if J.K. Dobbins plays like Dalvin Cook, let's just because I, I, I feel like he, he has that ability. Right. If he goes out there and has an amazing year. Why wouldn't you want to resign him? Right. We got another donation from Anonymous. Oh, my goodness. All right. Thank you for a $50 donation. Thank says, you. My motives are pure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know whose motives he, Anonymous is referring to. Though. Thank you, Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the donations. We really appreciate that. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Um, but so, uh, update. Uh, it's going to be three tickets. <laughs> Jeremy, I see you checking your points as well. Uh, you are about 95 points short of meeting that threshold. You need a thousand points to meet the threshold for our, our random giveaway. Okay. You only need a thousand points for the random giveaway. If if you're if you're trying to be in the hunt and you know, don't worry about catching anonymous or Ferris or Bazel, right? Don't worry about that. You don't have to spend any money at all. All you have to do is go over to uh, lbhtshow.com and sign up for our newsletter, okay? Go over there and do that, and you get a easy 1,000 points. It costs you nothing, all right? And the newsletter is going to be dope, okay? We haven't released it yet, but it's, it's coming soon. That's an easy way to get yourself some points. And once you go over there and you sign up, shoot us a shoot us an email or a DM, whatever, and just say, hey, signed up. You know, here's my email, and we get assigned the points to you. All right? That's how we'll do it. Okay, so J.K. Dobbins, I say if he plays up to a level I think he can play, I say sign him because if we're not, who? what are we doing with the money? I, I, I Listen, I'm pocket-watching the Ravens very closely closely moving forward. I'm, I'm, I'm counting their pockets. What are you doing with the money? Yeah. Don't sit on it. If you're if you're just saving the money, I need to see what you're spending it on. If you're not spending it on anything, I'm going to criticize you. So pay J.K. Dobbins. That's my that's my stance on it. B, what's your take? Um, look, I like J.K. Dobbins, so I think he's extremely talented, very very talented. Uh, and like you said, I think he could be one of the better running backs in the league if Baltimore, you know, if he stays healthy and Baltimore gives him the carries. Um, as of right now, I would say no. To, to to give him a long-term deal because having Lamar Jackson makes it much easier on your running back. And you don't necessarily need that that uber-talented guy. You don't need to spend a lot. I shouldn't say that you don't need the talent. You don't need to spend at that position. Uh, you know, that money, like I said, it can go elsewhere. It can go into the O-line. It can go into wide receiver. Uh, it could even, <clears throat> excuse me, could even go into edge where they have they have some issues. It can go into the second corner, second starting corner where they have a, a rather large hole right now. Right, yeah. you can plug a lot of guys into that spot, and they'll have success because Lamar Jackson is there, and because they have a good O line. Uh, we we think they'll have a good O line. Um, so as of right now, I would say no. Uh, but that's not anything to do with J.K. I think J.K. should hit free agency and, and he should be paid very, very well. I think he's an, an extremely talented player. Uh, just putting him next to Lamar Jackson, you know, it, it's not a, a spot that you need to dump that money into. Um, and and particularly in Baltimore, we, we do like what they've done uh, at the receiver position. You know, they, they have a better receiving core than they've had at any point recently. 
um, but they could still be better. Like there's still a lot of question marks in that in that wide receiver core. And Odell, not sure that that's a long term answer, right? Okay. Uh, so as of right now, I would say no. But okay. obviously, you know, it depends on on how things go this season. Yeah. And salute to Hendo from the Roll Pod for the ten dollar donation. It says buy some tickets. Yes, <laughs> thank the, you, Hendo. Listen, and right on time because our stream bot just put the link to the Roundup meet and greet again. If you're going to be in the Maryland area, this is going to be Columbia, Maryland. Okay, right between Baltimore and D.C. All right, right in the middle there, you have Columbia, Maryland, uh, August 4th, the Roundup Meet and Greet at Bus Boys and Poets. You do not want to miss it. If you're here, get your tickets today. There's going to be food, drinks, music, giveaways, and we're going to send you home with a little goodie bag. And that area where it's located it's a district. There's all kinds of things to do right there. And it's right across the street from the mall as well. So, you know, even when you're done over there, you still want to party. There, there'll be things that'll be open and um, you can just enjoy the night. Okay. That's going to be on a Friday. So get your tickets. Yes. And Reg, I'm going to, I, I can't check right now, but I'm taking you at your word. And I gave you your extra thousand points for being uh, subscribed to the newsletter. Thank you very much. I did see that. Yes. Reg is subscribed. Yes. Okay. I figured that was, that was you. And she says he should have 5,000 points right now. And he's accusing you, accusing us of withholding points. You know what? You, you've been docked 500 points for that accusation, sir. Okay, we dock, we're docking you. All right. Don't make me sick nightbot on you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got? What's the next question? Okay. Question number two. We got we to gotta start going through these topics, man. We've been here too long. We got a lot to talk uh, about NBA, too. We are going with this question from Jeremy. Thank you very much, Jeremy, for, su- for the submission. Is there too much pressure on rookie quarterbacks to perform regardless of where they were drafted or the situation with the team? Hmm. You want to go first or you want me to I'll go, go ahead? Um, I, think, I think there can be in certain situations. Um, you know, people expect, particularly when you're talking about uh, the top quarterbacks, they expect instant production, right? They expect those top 10, top five guys to go in there day one and, and be top players in the league, right? Uh, I think there is a little more leeway, <clears throat> excuse me, in terms of their performance with later picks, but there's also a much faster hook for those guys, right? You have a second, third, fourth round, you know, you go out there, you don't perform well, you're not the starter anymore. Um, so I'm going to say yes. I think that, uh, a lot of fans and a lot of, and, and a lot of teams really forget that there is a process to developing players, uh, particularly at that position, and it, it takes some time uh, for kind of you know like they say the game to slow down for them, right? You know, you you for me uh, when you have a rookie quarterback, I'm just looking to see flashes of, of what they can be. You don't expect them to go in there and play consistently, or at least I don't. Um, and I think that there are a lot more players who would be viable starting quarterbacks if teams would draft guys and sit them and let them develop, you know, as much as they can off the field before throwing them in there. Like, you know, you take guys, look at Zach Wilson, right? The mm-hmm. number two overall pick, clearly not ready to play. Yeah. Absolutely no shot of, of him being successful when the Jets threw him out there, right? And now after a couple of years, they sign Aaron Rodgers. They're finished with Zach Wilson. He's never going to be their quarterback again. You know, maybe he'll 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 get a shot somewhere else. But if you take that same guy, 
you draft him and like what happened for Aaron Rodgers, you let him sit for a year or two. I mean, Aaron sat for three and then he comes in, then you're, you're probably going to get a, a much, much more polished player from the jump. You're not going to get somebody who goes out there and, and is just panicking because they, they just have no idea what to do. They can't get it done. Uh, <clears throat> and I think there are a lot of quarterbacks like that where they would benefit greatly from being able to sit. Now there are guys who, you know, can go out there from, from the jump and play well. There are guys who can go out there and struggle early and it doesn't break them. Like, I mean, you look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen was awful at his mm-hmm. career, but it didn't break him. And I think that's, again, on the coaching staff and on the organization, letting a player know that, hey, you know, no matter what kind of struggles you have, we still have confidence in you. You're still our guy. Don't worry about it. You know, we're gonna. it's a, it's a process and we're going to get there. Uh, so I do think that there is too much pressure on on rookies to perform, particularly at that position, and it, you know the expectations are just too high a lot of times. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. And you mentioned Aaron Rodgers having three years to sit. The same thing with Jordan Love, which is why I feel better about Jordan Love now than I did when he got drafted. Right? Um, I was always rooting for him. I didn't think he was really going, you know, trying to be anything. But three years later. Right. And and we got a glimpse of him last year. I think well, he played in two games. He started. I can't remember. One or two games. games. Didn't didn't look awful. That yeah. that's for sure. So I feel a little bit better about it. And yeah, three years in, in one system, you know, that changes that I mean that 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 changes the trajectory for, for certain players, right? Certain players that that may not necessarily be ready, that might be kind of like that Zach Wilson, clearly not ready. You're not rushing them out there, and they know the play, the plays like the you know like the back of their hand. So when they get thrown out there, yeah, there might be some jitters because they're not used to being out there that often. But they know what they're doing, yeah, right. They understand at that point what they need to do, and like we said, that makes them you know a more polished QB. Are they going to be great? Maybe, maybe not. Are they going to be serviceable? A lot of times, I think they will. Right, I think we can look through history at some of these quarterbacks, um, and say, man, if they were in a better situation, they'd be better. If they had a little bit more time to sit, they'd be better. Vince Young is always the one that that sticks out to me. Vince Young showed you flashes of what he could be. He could have been great, I think, mm-hmm. but he went to a team that just didn't, you know, they didn't support him. They didn't have his back, and they just didn't want. They didn't care about his development. They wanted him to carry the team right away. Yeah. I think he did his rookie year, right. But there's no development going on after that. Had they given him the Josh Allen treatment, because with Josh Allen, yes, Josh Allen didn't have to sit, but he got a lot of support, mm-hmm. right? They said, yes, you're struggling a lot. We're going to simplify the, the playbook for you. We're going to bring in more talent, and then you know we're going to get you up to speed. And he put in the work, too. I can't stress that enough. He put in a lot of work himself, and he turned it around, yeah. right? But that was because the team invested in him and put their faith in him, and they're 100% in on him. The Jets didn't do that with Zach Wilson, and which is crazy to me because you drafted him, what, two overall? Yep. How do you give up on him? Because really, it wasn't just two years. Like They pretty much gave up on him after the first year. Yeah. Yep. Right? They pretty much was like, mm, all right, no, we're not feeling it. It's like Tennessee giving up on Malik Willis after basically one game. You know? Uh, I think you, you look at a guy like Mitchell Trubisky, who was the second overall pick as well, shouldn't have been. Obviously, you know, there were better, much better quarterbacks who went 
after him, but <clears throat> that's a guy who won the division twice for the Bears. But that was more of the team around him, right? And I think that if he had gone into Chicago and been able to sit and and learn, he's a guy who can be, you know, he's not he was never gonna be an elite quarterback. Uh, he was never gonna be Pat Mahomes or anything like that. But he could have been their long-term answer at quarterback, but they threw him out there. And, you know, there was there was some good. There was a lot of bad. And after a few years, even though they made the playoffs a couple of times with him, they said, you know what, this isn't working. Get him out of here. Yeah. 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 Uh, l- listen, this goes back to what I've said from, from the time we started this show. Okay. I think, I think it's more than half of the league's coaches to front office i'm talking about head coaching down to position coaches to front office personnel i would say more than half of them are not qualified for their jobs they are not pro level coaches gms you know front office staff they got their jobs through nepotism and they don't know what they're doing and 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 it trickles down to you know situations like this where you get players that you shouldn't be getting or you get players that you don't know how to develop them and you just discard of them and and I think part of it too, uh, to be fair, is it's an owner problem, because yes. if you're the GM and you're the coach and you know, hey, if we win five games this year, I'm getting fired, then you're not going to have that kind of patience with 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 the 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 quarterback. Yeah, you know, the, the quarterback's going to be there. You're going to be fired, right? So you're not going to say, hey, you know what? You sit and and we'll throw we'll put Andy Dalton out there for this season. It's fine. We'll, we'll just yeah. take the L this year. Well, yeah. well, coaches too, right? Because I'm dumping on coaches, but if you decide to go with the young coach that has no experience, right, then you have to give him some leeway, mm-hmm. right? And if you're not willing to wait it out, don't hire him, <laughs> right? right? Don't but, don't but, think you're going to get a yeah. Uh, owners yeah. think they're willing to wait it out, and and it's like it's like the Madden syndrome, right? Like okay, yeah, yeah uh, I'll hire uh, Matt Rule. And we'll give him this seven-year deal and we'll let him do his thing because he's a program builder. It's going to be great. We're going to let him build it the right way. Mm-hmm. And then three years in, you're like, you're tired of the letters coming in. You know, you're tired of talk radio, talking about how <laughs> terrible your team is. You're tired of the uh, of the ticket sales not being where you think they should be. You're tired of the merchandise sales not being where they should be. And because you can't just sim to the sixth season when it turns around. And, you know, you you, you might have meant it at the time when you said, hey, we'll give you the time, at, you know, however much time you need to turn it around uh, to do it the right way. But halfway through the right way, you kind of tired of it. Yeah. You kind of want to win whatever way. Thanks. Thanks. So, All right. NBA talk. No, we got one more. Question. Oh, we got one more. Oh, one more. Got okay. Yeah, it was a late, a late submission uh, from our guy, Jerome Bigby. Can a first-round pick be considered a bust after their first year? If not, how many years does it take to consider a player a bust? Hey, salute to you, Jerome. Thanks for the for the hey. question, man. After one year, no, I don't think so. I, I, some players, I mean, they can have a disappointing year, but if they turn around the next year and, and they're a beast, are they a bust? No, I, I don't think so. Um, how many years? I would say. That's a good question, right? Because there are some players that have gotten the bus label, maybe their first con their rookie contract, whatever didn't work out, and then later on they you know they turn out to be pretty good. 
uh, are they remembered as busts per se? Right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. The higher you're picked, the higher expectation that you get. Yeah. Right. So if you're talking about a rookie that's a fourth round pick and he's not good for a couple of years and then he turned out to be really good. No, that's not a bus. Nobody's ever going to call him a bus. He was a late round pick. If you're talking about even second rounders, a lot of times, nobody's going to, you know, it takes a little time. Devontae Adams was a good uh, example. Devontae Adams wasn't good right out the gate. Uh, nobody thinks of him as a bus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you're talking about a top 10 pick, now that's a little trickier because usually I can't think of an example. You don't I, 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 you usually you don't get a player that has high expectations, has an awful year or two, and then turns it around and becomes like a perennial pro bowler or all pro player. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Well, yes, you can. We just talked about him. Josh Allen. Yes. Yes. Um, right. I would say that yes, you can be a bust after a year because you know you gotta you gotta think what is a bust, right? It's just, it's a player who didn't live up to their draft position, right? Now applying that label to a player is always gonna have some lag time. Like nobody's gonna call a player a bust after their after one year. Yes. But you can be a bust after one year if you just can't play. Because it really a bust is a uh it's a it's a label for the GM, not really for the player, because the player doesn't select themselves. Like Mitchell Trubisky didn't say, make me the, I mean, he, obviously they want to go high, but he didn't make himself the second overall pick. Anthony Bennett in the NBA didn't select himself first overall to go to Cleveland, right? Like that was just them making a poor decision. That's not on him. Um, you know, we look at, at CJ Henderson, who Carolina traded for. He was a top 10 pick. He played eight games in Jacksonville and they said, this guy ain't it, get him out of here. Right. Now, no matter what happens to C.J. Henderson for the rest of his career, he's a bust for that GM and that organization because he played eight games there and they spent a top ten pick on him. He they they can't recover that, right? But but do you? Do you I mean, is Josh Allen considered a bust? I don't think he is. No, he's not because he's still in Buffalo. He turned you know he's in Buffalo. They turned it around with him. He's a great player for Buffalo. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. It's, a, it's, it's a it's a label for the organization and the GM, not for the player. I have a good one here. Let me see if it, well, let me see if anybody put it in the, in the chat first before I, I, I steal their before I steal steal their their the thunder here. No, I don't see the name. I have a name, B. I have yeah. a name. Tell me if you think because nobody will, will say he's a bust. How his you know how he in his career? Marshawn Lynch. You know Marshawn Marshawn is probably because if you if you he was a thousand yard back in Buffalo yes. for I believe one season. Yeah. But I mean, you kind of, kind of have to. I kind of lean towards yes, because again, not saying that Marshawn is a bad player. That's not what the the conversation is when when we're talking about bust. Obviously, it yeah. was a bad pick for Buffalo. It didn't work out for them. Not really. You know, I mean, he had the the one decent season there, uh, but I believe what he would he play like a total of three years in Buffalo. I think it was three but, like, years. So he didn't even he didn't even get to the end of his rookie contracts. He it has he has to be a bust for the see, Bills. See, Jeremy, Jeremy, yeah, you got to think about how we're breaking down the term bust. What is a bust? I, I guess so. This so again, what what is a bust to you? He's like he's not a bust. Obviously, he's not a bust. He's he's you know all time great. But is he a bust to the team that drafted him? Because he wasn't all time great for Buffalo. No, he wasn't. 
right? Three years there, and he didn't work out. So, you know, was that a great pick for them? Right? It was a, it was a terrible pick for them. It was a terrible pick. <laughs> look at look at CJ Henderson. If CJ Henderson goes out there and he is an all pro defender this year and plays the rest of his year making multiple Pro Bowls and has a great career in Carolina. Was he yeah. did that pick work out for the Jaguars? Right. They're the ones who took him in the top ten. Another good one, D Weezy, is Drew Brees a bust. Drew Brees wasn't a first round pick though. But but and also Drew Brees played well for San Diego. They they ran out of patience, uh, but you know I, I would say they would uh, they would take that one back if they could. <laughs> they yeah. But this is mistake. man, good topic, uh, Jerome. Good yeah. good question. What do you guys consider a bus? Right. Let's break down the parameters of a bus. We're not going. We're not going to go too deep into it in this one. We'll we'll, we'll pick this up in another another show. But you guys think about that. What is a we're gonna we're gonna put the question to you. In fact. We're going to put it on the community tab. And I want you guys to give your answers. What is a bust to you? Is a bust just a player that had high expectations and just never made you know, made himself anything? Or is a bust a player that didn't work out for the team that drafted him? Because again, if you were a GM and you drafted this guy and he didn't work out for you, but he goes off somewhere else and becomes great. Are you sitting there saying, I made a good pick there because look at what he did for another team? Or I made a bad pick there because he didn't work out for us. Mm-hmm. And if it was a bad pick for you and he didn't work out, that's a bust. Yes. Salute to Chocolate Lady Cap. Thank you for 1337. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I don't see anything on here. Um, yeah, I don't see a message. If you have a message, just put it in the uh, put it in the chat. But I, I appreciate the, the donation. Um yeah, so Jim Plunkett, Ferris brings up Jim Plunkett. Was Jim Plunkett a first round pick? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, finished his career as a Super Bowl uh, champion. I'm not sure if his, he finished it, but towards the end of his career, Super Bowl champion. So yeah, he was white from New England. Yeah, won two Super Bowls with the Raiders. Yeah. So is he is he a bust? You know, for Patriots. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, okay, all right. Let's let's go on to NBA because time is running running down here. We, you guys really think you're gonna get us for two hours? You're not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up, we have free agency rumors. Yes. Hold on. Let me bring. I'm not gonna forget this time. Bam. There we go. <laughs> yes. Yes. And let me bring this back up here. All right. Yes. There you go. Good job, B. That's right. All right. So. Free agency starts Friday, 6 p.m. in the NBA. All right. The tampering period. Uh, the actual free agency starts July 6th, where players oh, okay. actually sign. I didn't know they had that in NBA. I thought they oh, yeah. you know, do. Oh, you don't, you, don't, do. you don't remember DeAndre Jordan? Yes, I do. Yeah. When they kidnapped him and locked him in, the, locked him after, in his house. After he, after he agreed to sign with the Mavericks? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. So what, what's the talk out there? I hear my nets might be might be movers and shakers and free. So games. yeah, one thing, uh, one one possibility is Damian Lillard to Brooklyn. Uh, you know they they 
It's such a ridiculous relationship between Lillard and that team. Like they're never <laughs> good enough. He always wants to. He always wants to just put it out there that maybe he he would go somewhere else. But then you know if the, if the little heat comes back, no, I want to stay. I want to stay. I want to stay. Uh, but he's just like he's he kind of. It seems like he's just hoping it'll happen on its own. Uh, and and there's always teams interested in in trading for Damian Lillard. And so rumor is out there. I, I wouldn't even necessarily call it a rumor. Uh, but you know, maybe some speculation that Brooklyn could be interested. What would you be willing to give up for Damian Lillard? Well, I'm glad you asked this, B, because since since uh, the GM, I, listen, I defend Sean Marks. By the way, I like I'm a Sean Marks fan. But since they made the questionable move of not giving up Mikael Bridges for that number two pick, which was uh, number three, Scoot. Number three pick, Scoot, yeah. uh, Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I like Scoot Henderson too. We 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 didn't give up Mikael Bridges for Scoot Henderson and African Simons. Okay, yep. um, if we're not going to move him for that, I don't want to move him for okay. Damian Lillard. He's off the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not even saying Scoot is going to be as good as Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is an excellent player, right? But he's an older player. Yeah. And if we get Damian Lillard, that means we're trying to win now. We're not trying to develop. We're trying mm-hmm. to win now. So we need to have, if we're going for Damian Lillard, that's the Damian Lillard playing with Mikael Bridges. That's the only way we, we, we can even think about competing, right? So what am I giving up? Oh, for, uh, first I'm, I'm going to read this this donation here from, oh, Morris to Tallies for the street says, thank you for the countdown shout out. Hey, thank you, coach. Thank you for that ten dollar tip. Appreciate it. Um, let's like I said, it's, I can't, I can't, I can't stress enough. It's, it, you're not going to find a better, uh, a better ranking out there. Okay. Now, so, unfortunately for Coach, I'm gonna be adding those points to more sip to tally, not his sip to tally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got going on, so kind of shot yourself in the foot with that one, but it's okay. <laughs> he might be eligible for two prizes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was funny. No, okay. What would I give up? Yeah. <sighs> this is tough, man. Because you you know, I, I I love how the Nets develop their young players. They've developed a lot of good players. Cares Levert. Right, uh, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, who we just brought back, uh, uh, what's his name, Jared Allen. Okay, mm-hmm. like I mean, they they get a lot of these these players later on, develop them, and they turn into good, solid players. And I don't like seeing them leave, mm-hmm. but I also realize that there are limitations to a lot of these players. They're not superstars or anything like that. Yeah, but man, I you know, I don't want to give up Claxton. You know what I'm saying? But they might ask for Claxton. Cam Johnson is a restricted free agent. It would have to be kind of like a sign and trade type of thing. I would give yeah, up Cam Johnson, sure. and I like Cam Johnson too, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's Mikael Bridges' friend. They don't, you know, he he don't want to break up the duo. But it would have to be Cam Johnson. Maybe Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas is another person listen, I like. Listen, listen, this is an easy answer. Easy answer. Well, I'm answering. I know, I know, I know you like your role players. I'm let answering. Me throw, let me throw this at you though. Okay, let me throw this at you. It's Cam Johnson, Ben Simmons, and picks. Uh, listen, I was getting to Ben Simmons, but we Ben Simmons getting rid of Ben Simmons is like receiving a player. 
Okay, so like we have to give up more to get rid of him. That's why I said and picks. How many picks <laughs> are we talking about? You see, now you just said you got to give up more. Now all of a sudden, is how much? Listen, it's Cam Johnson, Ben Simmons, and a future protected first, and then a couple seconds. I don't think that's enough to get it done. Oh, I think it is. I think it definitely is because Dame Lillard, they they have to be tired of it. And then they've got Scoot Henderson and Cam Johnson as their backcourt. And, you know, if they can convince Ben Simmons that basketball is fun again, that's, that's the a problem. pretty nice young core there. That's the problem. He was healthy this year and he just didn't, you know, just didn't look motivated. Yeah. If 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 we could have sold it as, yeah, he's just still a little hurt. He's almost there. He's almost back to hundred percent. We could we could have sold it a little bit better, but the word the word is out on Ben Simmons. So I don't know about that. But listen, I don't care. Listen, I don't care. We we can give however many picks we need to give up, right? Um, because if we're going for Dan, like I said, if we're going for Dan Lilly, we're, we're trying to win right now. So Cam Johnson, if they if if they take Ben Simmons, we're gonna to have to give up the picks. We're gonna to have to. Yeah. And okay, Cam Johnson, Ben Simmons, picks. That's fine. And if we do that, we are in the hunt. I don't think that 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 makes us favorites, but a team with Dame Lillard, with with Mikael Bridges, Nick Claxton, yeah. Yeah, that that could that that'll be very competitive. We'll, we'll, right, I mean, now imagine if Joe Harris remembers how to shoot. Yeah, yeah, that's another that's another factor there. And Dinwiddie, we still have Dinwiddie. Mm. They throw him in that trade too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Um, save your picks and and just you know, I like I, said, I like Dan Little a lot. I wouldn't be mad at it, but again, is that enough for us to win the championship? I don't think so. No, no I, I think this is a pass for Brooklyn. Like, if you're not going to give up Bridges for Scoot Henderson and Anthony Simons, then just stay with what you got and wait for the right player to come along because I don't think that Damian Lillard was the right player. He's not going to take you to the finals. He's a little bit older, and it's it's just not really going to be worth it for you. I don't I agree. I agree. I'm, but I'm gonna tell you guys right now. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. All right. You you're not gonna get this type of honesty on any other sports show. If we sign Damian Lillard, I'm going to change what I'm saying right now and say that we're gonna win a, a title. Just, I, sorry, yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm, if we get Damian Lillard, I'm gonna change my tune. I'm gonna say we're going to be favorites for for the NBA Finals. So, I'm just. That 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 kind of transparency you won't find anywhere else. Okay. No, no, no. Look, all right. We we ate our vegetables. Uh, and now it's time <laughs> to move on to the part that everybody wants to talk about, which is what are the Lakers gonna do? Uh, and it sounds like they're trying to bring back they, they they're essentially they've essentially told everybody, yes, we're matching for Austin Reeves. So Austin's gonna be back. They look like they they tendered uh Hachimura as well as Vanderbilt. Uh, so they are both most likely going to be coming back. They're trying to bring back D'Angelo Russell as well. Okay. And they are looking to possibly spend the mid-level exception, which is a little over $12 million uh, annually on NBA champion 
Bruce Brown. Now, I, I've said that the Lakers need to, to go out and, and and make a splash, essentially get a, get a star player there to help support LeBron and, and AD. Because, you know, LeBron's getting older, AD is AD, and they need another guy who can consistently score for them. Uh, but, you know, our guy Ben Steiner on, on Twitter made a decent point that that team has not been together very long. It's been together for about half a season, and, and they made a deep playoff run this year, even though they ended up getting swept by the eventual champions. Yeah. Um, if they bring back Austin Reeves and, they're, and Hachimura and Vanderbilt and they're able to bring back D'Angelo Russell, I think adding Bruce Brown it makes a compelling case for them to be right back in those conference finals next season. Oh, I think they are right back in. And listen, we make we make fun of D'Angelo Russell. You know, I'm a D'Angelo Russell fan, right? Brooklyn revived his career. He he can't get any worse than he did in this in this uh, playoff run. Don't he has to him. he has to shoot, but I, I I don't think he'll he'll be worse. I think he'll be better. You know, and again, he came in halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Run it back. Add Bruce Brown, who'll give you who'll give you something on both sides, but definitely give you that defense, you know, some, some more on the defensive side. That's not a bad, that's not a bad move. It's you know, again, it's not the sexy move, but it's it's a pretty it's not, sound plan. It's a pretty sound but it, plan. But it is a, it's a very, very nice move for the Lakers, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think that, that Bruce Brown, you know, Austin Reese is gonna be overpaid. Uh, you know, with whatever he gets offered. Uh, in the offseason, I think Bruce Brown would be a little bit underpaid at that twelve million. I think he he brings a lot to to every team that he's played for, uh, and I I would be thrilled if the Lakers ended up bringing him in. And obviously, you know they they have a, a their draft picks and and they signed a couple of guys after the draft. I think you know they brought in Jalen. Uh, I forget if it's Hood Shafino or Shafino Hood, who I think is going to contribute. Um, their second round pick, I'm not really expecting a whole lot from, but they did draft or not draft, but they signed a center after the draft uh, out of Florida, whose name I cannot remember. I know Jay's got it in the chat though, but he looks like he's got some some skill, and they're not going to have Mo Bamba coming back next year. Uh, and this guy, he, he's a rim protector. He's got some moves on offense. He's pretty athletic, so I think that they're going to get a decent uh, contribution from their rookies. And so bringing back the, the the bulk of the squad that went to the conference finals and adding a player like Bruce Brown, I think would be a, a win in the offseason for LA. I, I know you you forgot um you forgot Lonnie Walker, who you know, really is you know well the stayed- thing with the thing with the thing with Lonnie Walker is Lonnie Walker is also a free agent, right? Uh and I guess the, the talk right now is between him and Dennis Schroeder. And listen, I'm a Fino. Just call him Fino. Thank, thank you, Jay. That's uh, Fino, yeah. Uh, the talk is between Lonnie Walker and, and Dennis Schroeder. I guess that they, they're going to try and bring back one of them. Uh, you know, Lonnie Walker obviously wants to play more than he did for the Lakers because he was glued to that bench. Um, I'm a big Dennis Schroeder fan. And you all know that. I, I love Dennis Schroeder. love having him on the team. But if it's going to come down to, you know, one of those two guys, I'm taking Lonnie. Um, but we'll see how that plays out and what kind of well, well, well. Look how far we've come on the line. No, it's just you know, Dennis Schroeder is what he is. He's a he's a decent defender and he's too inconsistent offensively. Yeah, and you just want to go with you want to go with the youth. 
You're starting to see the light on Lonnie Walker. Hey, it's cool. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. Definitely, definitely not the light. All right, let's 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 keep this moving because two hours is, is approaching rapidly here. Is is that all we need to discuss from uh, the NBA? I'm not. I'm not bringing that up, Coach. You better donate again. You want me to talk about that? What? All I just what? said I'm not bringing uh, it up again. I just said I'm not bringing it up. Look, maybe don't, maybe, don't, no, don't, don't, don't talk about that. Listen, listen. Overtime show. We'll bring it up real quick. We'll, we'll, that, that'll be something for overtime show because, but, um, but also th- no. <laughs> yeah, that and also, uh, do you want to bring up the Larry Bird thing? That's that's gonna that might have to be a. Uh, we can do that. We can do it real quick. Real, real quick. Real okay. All right, all right. Listen. 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 Because let me let me break up our our little segment here for our sponsors. All right. Look. Take this off the screen real quick. Patreon.com slash LBHT show. Let's just let the people know. Okay. Uh, tell them about the tiers real quick. All right. If you have, let me start by saying this. If you have $5 in your pocket, okay, it's a great investment. All right. I know you got $5 in your pocket. Go ahead and sign up for a tier. If you got more, if you got 10, that's even better. You got 20, that's even better. If you got 60 and you're a content creator, that that's it's, it's as good as it gets. Okay. B, explain to them the tiers real quick. Yeah, we're gonna, it, it is real quick. We're going rapid fire the rest of the show. All right. So we have the $5 tier that gets you into the NFL Pick'em League. We give away the custom LBHT trophy. You have the $10 tier that gets you in the LBHT crew coin that Jose has. He also gets you into our Dynasty League where we give away a custom championship belt to the winner every season. It looks like that. Hope you saw it. That was quick. Uh, we also have the $20 tier that will get you. It's a combined tier for this show and our boxing podcast that we do with OTR, Mike Ring King's podcast. That'll get you everything that I mentioned, as well as our custom poker set featuring our top 25 fighters of all time. It looks like that. It's a fantastic set of cards, and you have a lot of uh, a lot of history there. You go over to Ring King's podcast, check out that series. It's a five-part series. Fantastic conversation. Hit the subscribe button. Hit those notifications so you can join us for the unbelievably late lives uh, after boxing events. <laughs> and then we have the $60 tier that Jose mentioned, which is the creator tier, uh, which is for people who are at the beginning of their YouTube journey or are thinking about getting into the YouTube game. And maybe you want a little bit of guidance, a little bit of, of strategy. You want some help. Uh, and we have a, a consultation session essentially with Jose and myself, uh, with Hendo from the Rogue Pub, with OTR Mike from open mic with OTR Mike, and we'll go over, you know, content strategy, branding, community building, anything that you need to know to help you avoid those common pitfalls that YouTubers fall into early on in their, in their career. Um, we also have the collaborators channel, uh, or the, I'm sorry, the creators channel where you can, you know, go in there and ask questions and, and get re- answers from everybody in the discord who, who is in the content creation game. We do have a collaborators channel as well, which uh, gets you the info for people that we've worked with, like graphic designers, editors, things like that. So you don't end up on Fiverr because you will lose your money on Fiverr and you will not be happy. There you, uh, go. There you go. And also <laughs> check out lbhtshow.com slash shop. This shirt that I'm wearing, you can't see the I got the, the green screen effect on here. I'm gonna take that off real quick so you can see how it really looks there. Uh well now I'm frozen. There we go. Look. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Look, this is a dope shirt. Okay. This is a very popular shirt. Uh this is probably our most popular shirt, to be honest. Um it, it's the Raven City uh shirt. 
Okay, with the outline of East and West Baltimore in a in a Baltimore city skyline in the back. Um, check it out. We got that and much more on lbhtshow.com slash shop. Uh, look, summer's here. You're looking for some gear. You're looking for something for the August 4th event to wear. Okay. We also have some, some stuff available there uh, for you guys to purchase, whether in person or online. Okay. Uh, check it out. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's get to this labor story. You guys remember Lady Bird, right? What's up? What's up? What's up, Mr. Galloway? Salute to you. All right. You guys remember Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman was the four-time NBA champ. I believe so, yes. Four-time NBA possibly, champ. Possibly five. I don't I don't remember if he, he won went one. two with I, I was gonna say I don't know if he won one with the Spurs or two with the Spurs. Or two with the Spurs. But he yeah. won a lot. Yes. Yes, um, NBA Hall of Famer Dennis Rodman was asked about was he even t- was he asked about Larry Bird or he just kind of brought Larry Bird on his own? What was the I, quote? That I, he I, I don't. Know. Five time champ. Five time champ. There you go. All right. Okay, we'll paraphrase. Dennis Rodman just basically said Larry Bird could not run with these guys in today's NBA. Okay, he would be playing overseas because the game. It's just a different game, which we'll be trying to tell you guys that you know it's not the same league. However, so he'd be in I, Europe. He said he'd be in Europe. I don't agree with them. Do you agree with them, B? Absolutely not. Larry Bird is one of the greatest of all time, and he would be a great player today. Uh, it is a different league, but that applies to lower level players. Great players typically are gonna be great regardless. Now, the I think where it would apply. That's for for guys in the league, uh, when you th- when you start thinking about better players, I think guys like you know maybe Dikembe Mutombo, Alonzo Mourning, you know some of the bigger, slower centers, particularly defensive centers. You know you, you're not you don't really have a place in this league because you're not going to be as useful on that defensive end with everybody playing the perimeter game. Okay. You know, and, and even just you know bigger, less athletic guys like you. I mean, we saw it with Jaleel Okafor out of Duke, right? Uh, he had that prototypical size. He's a great low post player, you know, a, a good score. And he got into the NBA and he just couldn't, couldn't get on the court because yeah. he couldn't, he couldn't guard anybody and he couldn't do anything outside of the paint offensively. Right. And that, that was a lot of guys in the, in the nineties. Uh, and that type of game is just almost completely gone from the league at this point. So the way he said, if Larry Bird played in this era, he'd be in Europe. Dennis Rodman would ask if Larry Bird would beat LeBron one-on-one. Well, no, he wouldn't beat LeBron one-on-one. No. But I think he would still be a very good scorer because, I mean, that's what he did. He, he could shoot. You know, he was a longer player. Uh, I think his, his game would translate very nicely in today's NBA, right? Um, but this kind of speaks to what we're talking about. Like, he... Dennis Rodman is looking up at how they played back in their in their day. And listen, obviously, labor was great, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And he was tough. But he was just like, listen, those guys, the way they played, could not play in today's NBA. A lot of them can't. He, not labor, mind you, labor, yes. A lot of the other guys that, that they played against, no, because they didn't have the talent of labor. Yeah, yeah, they were tough. They were they were tough, and they played a, a different type of basketball that allows you to throw elbows and punch people in the face and all that stuff. Uh, that doesn't exist in today's NBA. 
And even if it did, those guys would get murdered because they are not the size, you know, and physical, uh, you know, uh, they don't have the physical attributes of these players today. If if they were allowed to throw hands with with guards that are that are six six and two hundred and twenty pounds, rock solid <laughs> muscle, I don't think it would work out for Craig Elo. Shaq would murder these kids. Yes, but Shaq is an outlier, right? I mean, well, one Shaq played in you know he was in the league. Shaq didn't play with Wade and them were were in the league. Shaq didn't Uh, play with Bird. Yeah, no, no, yeah, they they he missed Bird by a few years, but Shaq is a is a different beast altogether. Like there aren't seven foot three hundred and whatever pound guys who were still very athletic. Right. Like that's not that's not a thing that we see, um, so yeah, Shaq Shaq would be great in any era because I mean he was just a freak. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know I, I look at a guy like you know, I used to love Yao in, in Houston. He was seven six. He had a nice jumper, but he's so so unathletic. I don't know <laughs> that he would that, that he would work out in the league right now. You know I mean he was he didn't have three point range, and. He was so slow-footed that I don't know that you could even have him out there on the defensive end. Right. You know, it's just it's a different game. It's a more wide-open game. Yeah. Uh, so, Chris, you 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 weren't reading what we or you weren't listening to what we were saying. So, y'all drunk. Larry Bird would cook these fools. Uh, we said Larry Bird would tra- translate to today's NBA. I don't know if you missed that. Yeah, part. we we both said that Larry Bird would be a great player. So, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> are, are you, is it is it's us that they're drinking? Uh yeah. Um yeah, so look. No, we don't agree with 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 Dan Robin. We think Lady Bird would definitely be that dude today. Are you uh, typing too fast? Okay. Not sure how that explains the words that you type, but I <laughs> Oh, we said it while while you're typing, man. Well, listen, use your ears, okay? Use your ears, listen, okay? So, um, so, you, so you typed that before we even gave our opinion, Chris. That's not that's not better. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, no, man. We look there. There are some players that we think that their games would translate to today's NBA. Right, obviously Jordan. We think Lay Bird. I even think Isaiah's game would translate to to today's NBA. But you know, he said, "I'd no. be ready." <laughs> he said, "Be ready. He'd be ready for the smoke." You know, but obviously, I don't think Bill Lambeer's game would translate to today's no, NBA. Absolutely not. I don't. You know, I like there. There's certain players back then, a lot of players back then, that the games would not. No, a lot of them would not make it to today's NBA. They were some of them had skill, they didn't have the athleticism, um, and they just wouldn't be good enough. It wouldn't be good enough, and and it's different rules, right? You no, you can't you can't throw elbows and knees and fists like you used to to try to try to make the the playing field a little bit more even. And even if that were allowed, because I have to say it, because you know old heads like us and older like to call this generation soft. If they allowed these players to play like that today, those players back then wouldn't stand a chance. They would get murdered. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to wrap this up now because we are dangerously close to the two hours. We're going to get our trivia question out uh, yeah. and then we will be leaving. Uh, so if you have any questions 
you know, for like a, I mean, well, I'm not going to call it bonus time because we ain't staying. But if you have any questions, you go ahead and put them in the chat. And I'm going to give out the trivia question for this week. And remember, the first three to answer correctly uh, get 1,750 and 500 points respectively. So back in, and this, uh, it's not directly from, from D. Weezy, uh, but D. Weezy did inspire this question. So I gave him some extra loyalty points as well. Back in 2007, way back. Some of our viewers were not even alive then. Uh, remember a little school called Appalachian State? And they beat Big Bad. They went into the big house and beat into big, the big Bad house. Michigan 34-32. OTR Mike remembers. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> the quarterback of that team was Armani Edwards. Okay, uh, And it was it was a fantastic story. It was one of the biggest stories of the season. Uh, then the Carolina Panthers ruined it a couple years later by drafting Armani Edwards in the third round to play wide receiver, which he never played. This was in 2010. But now, obviously, he was a bust. I mean, never played wide receiver. Took him in the third round. He wasn't ready for that. Didn't work out. He is actually still playing today, though. He's still he's playing in Canada. But the, that, that's not the question, obviously, because I didn't throw a question in there at the end. But at the in the same draft, the Baltimore Ravens took a wide receiver as well by the name of David Reed. Remember him? They drafted him in the fifth round of the 2010 draft. Yes. Both Armani Edwards and David Reed played four years in the NFL. Both of them finished their career with six catches. Both of them were catchless through two seasons, caught five in year three, and one in year four to get that total of six. Now, with... <laughs> With these remarkably similar careers, four years, six catches, I want to know who had more career receiving yards, Armani Edwards or David Reed? All right, it's one or the other. Put your answers in there. The first three that get it right get points. All right. Was it Armani Edwards or David Reed? Who had more yards, you said? Yes. Who had more yards? Okay, we got three for Ed, or two for Edwards. Okay, put pick a name. Okay, uh, NDT Sports says David Reed. I'm gonna go with David Reed personally. I don't get points. But I'm just guessing here. Okay, I obviously obviously I didn't follow either one of their of their careers too too closely. Well, more fool you. Okay, because com- very compelling stuff happening right. with those guys. All right. Uh, okay, we got we got a few answers there. So, we so we get some answers then. Give them a couple more uh, seconds. Couple more seconds. Type your for you know for people that that are, that are lagging a little bit. Type your answers in. Type type type. Well, we've we've got more than three for each one. So okay, I'll go ahead and give the give the answer here. David Reed, on twelve targets, had six catches for sixty eight yards. Mm. Armani Edwards, on sixteen targets, had six catches. For 131 yards. Oh, it was Edwards. Correct answer. It was Edwards. Now, for for bonus points. Well, I'm not even gonna say for bonus points. This is just for fun. Yes or no? Was Armani Edwards' career long catch for more yards than David Reed's entire career? (laughs) 
I feel like it's yes. You would. Why would you ask this question? Well, you know that I, I hate Armani Edwards, so it could. Be <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. Well, you have like a 69 yard, a 70 yard catch. 69. <laughs> but there's, I mean, there's infinite, <laughs> infinite twists and turns in this story because despite the fact that he caught a 69 yard pass, he never scored a touchdown. <laughs> because oh, wow. he was so unbelievably slow. All right. Who do you have the three who got the we answer? Have Jeremy, we've got Hendo from the Rogue Pod, and we have I'm gonna skip over Chris because he's very disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, Hendo, and Chris got it correct. So thank you very much for participating. I'll go ahead and add those points now. And then All it's right. time to get out of here. It is time to get out of here. We are close to the two-hour mark. Thank you guys so much. Anytime we think there's nothing to talk about, this is our. It's always our longest shows. I hate it. It turns out we have everything to talk about. We have a lot more to discuss in the overtime show. All right. Quick preview of the overtime show. If you are a video game fan, we are going to be discussing. Look at that. We got Joel. We got the girl from uh from Horizon. All right. Um. They don't look happy. They look perplexed, and they're wondering, why is all the money falling out of the sky, but it's out of our reach? It's because, <laughs> because they are very expensive to make, okay? And we're going to ca- talk about the cost of video game development, and, um, you know, it's really separating the, 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 the big baller brands from the broke boys, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that and we're going to talk about some some NFL players who have been bad bad boys getting in some more trouble gambling. All right, so that's coming up now. But patrons, get ready. The overtime show is starting soon. Um, if you want to be a part of the overtime show, you go to Patreon.com/slash/LBHT show. Just five dollars. Coach, coach is correct. It wasn't a sixty-nine yard catch. It was eighty-two. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Sense. And he still didn't get a touchdown. It makes it so much worse that you didn't score. Wow. Wow. Uh, I, th- I think Coach deserves some points for correcting you. I don't think he does. What what happened was I was uh, I was looking at his, his career-long return, his punt return. Oh, uh, okay. 69 okay. yards, but also did not score because, my God, was that guy slow. Mm. Okay. All right. B, are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. B is ready. Everybody Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Have a great week. Enjoy the rest of your night, and we will see you next time. Peace.